Yep, it's Neil Simon, 1973, you guys, singing about his Nikon camera and the bright, happy colors of Kodachrome. This is Stacy Julian with episode 103 of Exactly Enough Time. podcast is about being present. It is also about playful creativity and other things like curiosity and connection. I am a storyteller and I love to interview interesting people with expertise and solutions. Together we talk about what they do and why they do it. Listen up, I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. So here's the truth. I have been wanting to have my guest today on the show for just about a hundred episodes. So I couldn't be more delighted to bring you my conversation with Shari Pack from Persnickety Prince. Shari and I are probably just about the same flavor of passionate when it comes to photos and stories and making sure that we are telling stories and leaving a legacy that will last. If there is someone on the planet qualified to help us keep the bright, happy colors in our pictures bright and happy, it is Shari. Okay, you guys, I got to sit down with her back in January, so I'm really excited about the timing of this episode being published because Shari has something she's been working on for a long time that is finally ready to unveil and celebrate, which she is doing this week in a very official way. More details about that at the end of our conversation. Here is my friend, Shari Pack. Shari Pack, I'm a huge fan. I love you. I love you. Thanks for being <laughs> on my podcast. I, um, I should let you say hi. I should let you say hi. Hi, Stacy. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm super tickled. Um, okay, so let's just say that there's an off chance that someone listening doesn't know who you are. Will you just introduce yourself, please? Yes. Oh, of course. I love this community. I um, My name is Shari Pack, and I have been a storyteller slash photo lover since the day I was born, I think. Um, mm. I grew up in Utah, and my mother was a big scrapbooker. We would go on Friday nights and die cut and make albums. And I have an album for everything. A high school album. I have all kinds of scrapbook albums. And they all change over the years, all the styles. Right. Um, but yes, I love photos. And when I learned how to digital scrapbook, I realized that there wasn't a place that was affordable to print a 12 by 12 layout in an archival matter. And so I figured out a way and found yeah. that a lot of people needed this and created Persnickety Prints. Which that's the best name ever. Let's just say that. <laughs> because when you order from Persnickety Prints, you're like, I'm so persnickety about my photos. And it yes. just makes you feel, you know, good. Yeah, so, we are. And we are. We look at everything and adjust where needed. And, and that yeah. was kind of the vision of this whole business model is just to really help people get their you know, digital just kind of change things. People, 
it was a little bit more, it's a little bit more confusing, the digital world. And um, so we're there to help. I love it. For sure. Okay. So before we dive into what I really want to talk about today, I just, I want some updates from you. Like you did this really cool thing last year. I think you started in the spring when, when this COVID pandemic kind of took hold on us. So tell me about, I think it's just called the COVID journal. I want you to walk us back and what have you learned? With this, Oof, this whole process. What have maybe, we all learned in 2020? Really I know, right? I know. <laughs> 2020. Wow. Oh my word. What a you know, I feel like, and I don't know if this is the Lord above or the universe or something, but I feel like about every 10 years, it's like we have a cleansing of some sort mm. where life gets so crazy and we we're just like in this race and then something happens to where mm-hmm. really just like shove us back to humility and say, look pause Mm -hmm. because, and that's kind of, I feel like what happened in 2020 and sure, a lot of it was fear-based and we didn't know what was going on, but, um, journaling's always been really therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I, um, you know, was working on our chronological family album as far as scrapbooking goes. And so then all of a sudden this, this pandemic comes out. I remember March 15th, it was a Friday and I'm like, okay. And so I like made my pages and I'm like, okay, well the kids now are not going to school next week. And, <laughs> and I just thought it would be a few pages <laughs> in our family album. Uh-huh. And, and now I'm on volume three. So, um, yeah, so we kind of, a lot of different things came about, but, uh, my assistant and I, and she has younger, younger children and you and I, Stacy, are our older teenagers. Right. Um, So it was interesting because what she was experiencing and what I was experiencing with 2020 was completely different, but we worked together. And then I was kind of um, thinking back to 9-11. So if you remember Mm 9-11, my boys were, one was in my belly and one was one, and Mm -hmm. they don't remember any of it. However, we did visit the memorial in New York a a few years ago and they were like, wow, wow. And while we were there, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I was scrapbooking back then. I was documenting, but I wasn't really documenting with the mindset that for them, like, here's where you were on this day and this is what we were doing and this is how it affected you. And um, anyway, and so thinking of this whole COVID pandemic in 2020, I'm like, you know what? Because a lot of us don't think long-term. We're just thinking about right now. And I'm like, wow, in 20 years, how great would it be if my boys could read how they felt during this time? And because it has affected them a lot more. I had a senior last in 2020 and he didn't get to mm-hmm. graduate and missed his prom and he had a suit ready and a daughter as well. And mm-hmm. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So what kind of transpired was, well, we have at Person Kitty Prince, we have these journals that we really created with the intention of being a multi-use journal. Bullet journaling became popular. And so you can choose blank um, inside pages or dots or lines and then you can customize your cover and then we also make sure that the papers inside are super thick so they're sharpie tested which means you can um, adhere photos on there and you know and and different memorabilia and stuff and it will hold well but also affordable so anyway we i came up with Allie edwards came up with this download which i just love her handwriting um, mm-hmm. and we had some free, we had some free journaling cards cause I was doing my own family journal. So whenever I'm like creating something for myself, I'm always like, Oh, I'll just throw it up on our blog for free and people can download sure. it too. Yeah. So I was doing some journaling cards into my, um, my pocket album and COVID just kept going and kept going. And I'm like, okay. Then I was cutting out memes and 
you know, all that fun stuff. We were taking pictures of empty shelves in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to incorporate my kids. And I am a big um, advocate of handwriting. I don't, yeah. and I don't know if anyone listening has had family members pass away. Um, my mother just passed away this year. And mm-hmm. all I can say is this is another testimony of I felt closer to my mom re- after reading her journals than I have even with her living. Mm. It, it's it's like you get to re- be in their mind in a different space where you're really listening. And um, mm-hmm. anyway, that's a whole nother story. I can go on and on. But with these COVID journals, um, my boys don't share feelings a lot, but I handed them my journal. And I said, yeah. go in the other room and write down. Just I just want you guys to – you have your own pages. So – they have a page and I put a picture in there and then they wrote how they felt. That's awesome. And all of our children, I'm, I'm married, um, second marriage, Mark and his children also wrote in it awesome. and shared their feelings about where they're at in life. And, you know, they're all different ages. We have junior high, high school, mm-hmm. and um, even just looking back, just, I mean, we're almost a year. It, how, you know, it's interesting how we felt then is completely different how we feel now too. Yeah. So that's kind of how that wow. started. And then other people, wow. I shared it and people wanted to do the same. Yeah. So it's been really good. So in 2020, I taught a year long class that was all about projects and one of my, well, more than one, but one student in particular really stuck with the persnickety COVID journal. And by the end of the year created such a magnificent and detailed record, you know, of like you say, just the ups and the downs. And at first it was kind of fun and novel to wear a mask. And then, you know, you can't, you can't go back in time. You can't go back, you know, January, 2021 and tell your May, 2020 COVID story. Cause it's not the same story. So I just love that you provided that and that so yeah. many people took advantage of it. And so, well, Stace, thanks. do you even know, this is what's crazy is you and I, we, this is our world, right? Like we love storytelling and documenting, but I learn more from my friends and followers and people that I am interacting with on Facebook and Instagram than it, like they teach me a lot. Well, I didn't yeah. even realize, and I didn't, I don't know if every state does this, but somebody sent me multiple states, multiple people in different states sent me things where their historians in their state, Wisconsin was the big one. Um, was asking people to write yes. journals and send them in. Yes. Washington and was doing the same thing. Yeah. Because it's, we're a primary source for the future, for this. We're living through it. And so they're like, yeah, if you go to the – yeah, anyway, yes. I'm yes, just, and I, like I boggles my mind. And I'm like yeah. – and, and then it's funny because then I have some comments, you know, on Instagram or wherever where people are like, why would I want to record this? Why do I want to document this horrible year? You know, and I'm like, that's the point. We all are having a different experience. And so in 20 years and 30 years – reading back a history book that somebody else wrote mm-hmm. about their perspective is going to be completely different than the one we're living. And so we get to be the author of our own story, whether it's good or bad. And it's mm-hmm. also therapeutic as we go through. So it was a really good uh, kind of distraction to just kind of to focus on that. We did some Facebook lives and stuff and your class, probably the same thing. It was probably really uh, mm-hmm. therapeutic for you to host that and to get together with people and talk about projects. Totally, totally. So, and that actually leads to my next question because I'm mm-hmm. curious. I think I know, but I'm curious. How is your business? So, this this photo printing business, you're helping people put, you know, their their digital images primarily into their hands. What happened during 2020 that maybe surprised you, or maybe it didn't? But tell us you about know, business. Isn't that funny? I feel like, and this is where I say the 10 year thing. 
I started Persnickety Prince during the 20, 2008, 2009 uh, economic crash, right? Yeah. And people are like, why are you starting a business? Businesses are shutting down. Um, and honestly, it's the naivety in me. I'm like, well, because I see a problem. And um, <laughs> and I didn't know anything about business. I learned along the way. But um, it really when there's a pandemic or a crisis, people actually stop and go, wow, what's imp- what's really important? Right. And 2020 was the busiest. Like we literally had to cancel our Cyber Monday sale. We had to, I mean, from a business mm-hmm. standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. corporate America would keep going because it's all about the dollars. But for us, it's, we want to be able to help our customers and have good support and good service. And so we were like shutting things down so that we could keep up. It was so busy. Yeah. Which That's is great, amazing. right? Like people are coming back around going, oh, wait, yeah. maybe I should do something with my photos now, now that they have time, you know, but this is a good reminder that we need to really make the time to do what's important because yeah. we just get in this mode of go, go, go. Yeah. Okay. So from there, you know, and and based on what you experience, what are you anticipating with Persnickety Prince in 2021? Like, have you made changes or are there things that you're looking forward to? Maybe more. Oh my word! I'm just still trying doing? to breathe. Are you? I'm like, what are we? I know. We? I know. You know, I'm um, you think ahead. No, no, no. Uh, we always are thinking ahead, and that's the hard. That's my hard battle every day. Is because I don't like to. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I want to live in the moment, right? In the present moment. But in business, people, you know, you got to plan ahead. Sometimes I'm not very good at that at all, Stacy. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go with what feels good. Well, this back back in the magazine days, you literally, I had to play Christmas music in July because in July we are totally putting together a Christmas issue, and I would have to light a candle and like oh, I can't the do that. The room. I'm like, I can't get in the mood of Christmas. My kids are outside splashing in the pool. I know. But yeah, so, you know, in in business, you do. I just love it, and I'm so horrible at it. People are like, well, we have our marketing schedule for the next three months. I'm like, what? Like, I just. Do what feels right. <laughs> and to me, I don't know. I just, I can't do that. But anyway, so as far as 2021 goes, um, I I know people are going to need your, cl- you know, people want to reconnect, right? Like yeah. we have spent yeah. the last 10 years, it's been worse and worse with Snapchat. You know, all these things come out and we, I feel like we've lost connection. And mm-hmm. the one good thing that maybe came out of COVID in 2020 is that we have been forced to reconnect. And I feel like, um, and really look inward too, because you know, when we have time and we're sitting with well, them, we have to start looking at ourselves. And I feel like um, people are wanting to create more of a legacy and, um, you know, just mm-hmm. take time to, if you have children or small children to really record and document and do um, things as families. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I anticipate 2021 to be, you know, just as busy as 2020, um, looking forward, I hope people will, you know, take your classes. I don't have time to do what you do. Um, I'm over here printing, so you can teach people how to do it. <laughs> and we'll be over here helping people, um, you know, bring those memories and um, stories to life. But I know that that's definitely not going to slow down. Good. I, I, le- I wanted to just hear it from you. You know, that's what, I hope. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm planning on. But okay, yeah. so... Um, I mean, I love so many things about you, so many things about your business, but there is one thing that I am like over the top excited about. I've been following it since I heard about it and I am now a, a happy subscriber. So you've developed something um, called Persnickety Box and I think you just call it P-Box so you can call it that for the rest of the show if that's easier. <laughs> no, that's- but first of all, tell me 
what is it exactly? Kind of, what's your vision? What is this thing, and and what do you want it to be? Oh, Stace, you're so cute. Thanks for being my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna have to bring you to Utah, and you can help me do the circuit with it. I haven't even actually like officially launched it yet because right. I'm so quiet. persnickety about everything. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, but what it is is over the past. I mean, I've been in this industry. I guess you could say forever, but since the printing side, the past 12, 15 years, and I've seen so many, even just in that short time, um, roadblocks for people, right? So you have people that, oh, now I have an iPhone. Now I have an Android. Wait, what's an HEIC? What's a JPEG? Mm -hmm. What's it? So much is changing in technology and it's moving so quickly. And, you know, there's a new iPhone update or a new, it's hard for me to even teach mobile photography classes, let alone- Yeah, it's always changing. Mm -hmm. And so listening to pain points of customers um, Mm -hmm. and people, and even myself, and probably you as well, it's Mm -hmm. like, look, I love photos. Um, It is a little bit inundating to have to figure out, you know, which pictures am I going to upload? Oh, you know, and how to do it and getting your pictures from your phone to your computer to the cloud. And where are they? Because we're taking more photos than ever, right? But we're they're so unorganized. It just doesn't feel like a system. I feel like I have pictures everywhere, whether it be on my husband's phone, my computer, my Facebook, Instagram, like, ah, I just want to bring them all together. Mm -hmm. And this is where we came up with Persnickety Box. And I've been literally working on this for like four years. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a a mobile app and it's free. It's on Android and, and iOS both. And it's been the biggest pain to develop. <laughs> Let me just tell you, do not. People out there, you're like, oh, I'm just going to go make an app. I mean, I guess some apps might be easier than others, but right. apps are not cheap and they are not easy to build and right. they're constantly changing. So finally, it's been a huge um, roller coaster, but I didn't give up because a lot of times I'm like, you know what? I can't. Like, this is so expensive and I'm funding it. I don't like investors. I mean, we can get into that stuff. I don't like people controlling um, I don't like things to become a business. I want them to become, mm-hmm. there's a purpose for things. You want it to be a service. A service, a service, yeah. Yes, entrepreneur. Once it becomes a business, you know, or once you have investors, all of a sudden it's about the bottom line and the dollar and all that stuff. So I have funded all of this. It's been a huge work in progress, but I am so happy with it. And mm-hmm. I am so persnickety about everything that we are, I'm waiting on a couple of things and then we are going to, blow it out of the water. It's going to change yeah. the whole photo industry. And it's going to really, um, I hope, help people um, really realize the importance of a tangible photo. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what it is, is I was single for a little while and mm-hmm. I built this app kind of like a little bit off of Tinder and Bumble where you're swiping, right? So it's a little bit mm-hmm. interactive, like swipe left. If you don't like the guy, swipe right, but you do. <laughs> and you know, people get on those apps cause they're fun. So yeah. I'm thinking, how can we make it fun for people to actually take their photo off their phone and do something with it? Mm-hmm. So there's no uploading. I mean, technically you're not clicking, 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 upload. You're swiping right. photos into a box. Right. And it literally takes seconds. Seconds. This is why photos I like it. I just have to interrupt because I'm an <laughs> But it's so visual. It's just so fun when I get my little ping that says your persnickety box is ready, you know, and you open the app and it just shows at the bottom of my screen is this cute little white box, right? And then I can click like, look, you know, go to my full library, go to my favorites, go to whatever album I want to look at. And then just like you say, literally 
grab a phone. I'm like, yep. And I push it with my finger and it goes down into the little box. It's fun, <laughs> I huh? I mean, every little thing I developed, like I how, it, how it lights so up and every little yeah. moment motion. And so it's yep. taken a long time and we'll continue, um, you know, making improvements. But it's, yes, it's so much fun. Anyone could do it. A toddler can do it. And yes. that's the biggest thing is my cute little mom is like, she's never like, I, I don't know how to do this. And it was mm-hmm. so overwhelming. And so we really wanted it to be simple. Yeah. Simple, simple. Okay, you just so drop I, them in. I don't, want them, I don't want listeners to miss the fact this is a subscription. Mm-hmm. So they subscribe and then they access the subscription through the app basically. And then talk yep. to And this is just US only. And, and it's right, you, okay. right now. So yes. In the okay. Because shipping's included. Um, it's all just, it's $19.99 a month. Shipping's mm-hmm. included. It's 30 photos that are delivered in a keepsake box. And that was important for me too. Yeah. Um, we kept them as four by four um, for various reasons. So it's mm-hmm. a four by four photo um, print and it's on silver halide Fuji photographic mm-hmm. paper, which is the dark room process, which is what I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, the box that it comes in is a story box. And so each side, it's kind of like a prompt where it's who, what, when, where. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is you can write on the sides of the box and you can kind of create a theme or a system, mm-hmm. I guess, for what's inside. And so it could be a box about one of your children or a pet, or you can do January, February, March, April, you know, the months. Mm-hmm. And you have a box for every month of the year and they're little and they're compact. And mm-hmm. we are coming out with an album if people want to do that, if you want to get mm-hmm. more creative, um, or you just leave them in the box and tell the story. Um, and then we'll um, come up with... Um, you know, like those clear, I know you probably have them where you, where you can put your, it's almost like a Tupperware box. You can put your photos in. Yeah. We'll, we'll eventually have like a, oh, a like box. a storage box. Yeah. yeah. Like a storage yeah. box mm-hmm. to put but all honestly, 12 in. Honestly, they're, they're so cute. I mean, I mean, yeah. Keep, do, keep doing the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put them even on a shelf, like almost like I would put a little mini album. I can just see them. I mean, I think they could be tucked away as as an archive, but I think they're cute. Like you say, this it's a story box and it's a beautiful box. So absolutely, anyway. and and really, and I'm updating the box now. I mean, it's going to be a rigid hard box because I want kids to be able to open it, yeah, pull out their photos, and people are like, "But wait, they're photographs, right?" But these are the photographs that we don't use ink. The mm-hmm. they're they're matte photographic, so that you don't have fingerprints on there, and they're really archival. So these are not, these are my water resistant pictures. Um, this is not something you can print at home for sure. And they're going to last. They are literally going to in 30 years, 40 years, a hundred years, they're going to still be there. They don't fade. Um, you, you can do more with a tangible photo than you can with a digital photo lost somewhere in the cloud that you can hopefully read in 20 years. Okay, so I'm going to interject interject again because um, I found this awesome quote, a couple awesome quotes, but I'm going to read one right now. And I found this on the Digital Photography School website. So just to say that these are people who teach, right, digital uh-huh. photography and, uh, and images. But listen to this quote. A photo that isn't printed is like a script that, has, that is never performed or a musical composition that is never played. There is still value in the digital photo just as there is value in a script or musical composition. But the value is mainly the hope that one day the digital photo will be printed and share a bodily life with us to inspire us, cheer us, and remind us. Dang. 
Dang, that is beautiful. We need to know who wrote that. Right? That's beautiful. I will find. I'll go back and find an actual link and see if there's an actual name and put that in the show notes for sure. But is that just like, I just like, Cheryl, Shari's going to love this Oh, I love, I love all your quotes, Stace. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's amazing. And you know. I just think that's so uh, true. I mean, and and again, so much value. So it's so amazing that we can walk around with these phones in our hands, right? Photos have never been easier to take. They've never been more accessible. We can record so much about our daily life where my mom had to choose with 24 or 12 exposures on a row, what was she going to, you know, photograph, you know, on any given outing or, and we don't have to do that anymore. And yet I love to say to my kids, you are the most photographed and least documented generation. Stop deleting uh-huh. <laughs> your stuff. And so anyway, I just, when I read that, I thought, okay, that's what it is. It's, there's value there, but the value is in the hope that we will actually do something with some of those pictures, those images. Oh, Stace, I just have goosebumps. Because a lot (laughs) of the time, this is the sad thing, because I work on the printing side of it. Literally, at least once a week, I have somebody crying because there's a funeral, which is Mm. super sad, right? I mean, so much, but they have no idea how to access the photos, how to get photos. And if they're on Facebook or Instagram, there's nothing they can do with them as far as print in a larger than like a two by two size. And I remember when your mother passed and you posted such a beautiful photo of her that you blew up, right? Yes. You it on an easel and it, it I was, uh, anyway, there is just. From an, from a five by seven. And yes. that's the thing is I scanned a, tan, a digital photo. Do you think that was like her, that was her high school senior picture. Where in the world would I find that if it was a JPEG? I mean, I don't yeah, even know where I mean, my high school senior picture is. It's a JPEG. I don't have access to it, right? And so it's like yeah. these are the things that are so important. Um, yeah, and and yeah. people won't realize it until it's too late, and that's what kind of breaks my heart. Yeah. Okay. So and and I knew that I'm gonna have. I knew I was gonna have so much fun talking to you, but I wanna. <laughs> so I'm in the midst of teaching this class, Photo Freedom. I've taught it. I've taught an iteration of it for so many years. I wrote a book about it in 2008 with Simple Scrapbooks. But in this most recent class, I have really spent time because I think it's so needed. I've really spent time fine-tuning what I think and hope is a fairly universal and adaptable workflow. And workflow just means routine steps that you take every week or month or whatever it is with your digital library. Um, But I created this super cute little workflow pad um, that, you know, people in my class have access to and you can purchase it now on my website But um, on this pad, I have listed Persnickety Box as one of three recommended print solutions. Awesome. So that's that's how I want to recommend people using it. Of course, you can do a bajillion different things with it. But um, I just think it's so important. Even And I want you to speak to this in a minute and see if I'm the only one. But even if you are a digital creator, let's just say you're like, no, I just don't print my photos. I scrapbook digitally, or I just create an annual photo book or whatever, even in those cases, I still think it's super important to have a print archive. And again, not printing like we did 10 years ago, you know, because I throw away those prints all the time because I have too many, but calling things down and curating these collections. And so for me, Persnickety Box is that solution. Mm -hmm. Like I can pick 30 prints from one month or I could like what I did is one of my first personality boxes was just COVID. I just went back through and I selected 30 COVID pictures. 
that mm-hmm. I just think are going to capture this time that we are in right now. And so one of my boxes is just dedicated to that. A hundred percent. Yeah. It can you know, be a theme. It can be something. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like a monthly collection, although it could be. And I think once a quarter, I'm actually going to just print my mostest, mostest favorite photos for scrapbooking, you know, because I love the traditional process of scrapbooking. So I, I guess I'm just wanting listeners to hear that this subscription gives me this automatic, super easy, you know, in my pocket way to select pictures that I want to print and you use or print and just archive or print and share like my cute mom and dad. Mm-hmm. They yeah, don't ever yep. see pictures anymore. So, you know, I just think a couple times a year, a couple times a year, I'm going to swipe into a box, fill it up and send her the box. Do you know what? She's going to, she's going to love that. Yeah. It even so, anyway. could be, and they're great little tabletop boxes too. So like yeah. we were saying, it's cute. It's very clean. It's white. So it just mm-hmm. can sit on the table. Um, you can actually inside of the app right now, you can create an add on box. And so, um, in my, um, younger years when I had three little boys and I could not keep up with scrapbooking, this would be a great solution for a young mom to be able to just swipe in 30 photos of each, you know, of the child. This is their first month, second month, you know, when they're first born. And I love that because then maybe they do something with them, but maybe they don't. And they have, like you say, they have, I'm interjecting again, sorry. No, no. They already have this curated, they have this selection of her favorite photos for each, right? Mm -hmm. Month or year or whatever it is. School year. I mean, mom, you could select 30 pictures from a school year, force yourself to do that. And you could have a collection of 12 boxes. Here's your school years. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't want to be a scrapbooker, then this is your print solution, which I think is so, so, so important. Or if you are a scrapbooker and using, you know, Story by Stacy works perfect. Yes. Yes. I have cute little Story by Stacy four by four albums. This is perfect. So, okay. Anyway, is there, do you have final thoughts that you just want to share about this product or anything that you do? I just, I love you. I love your energy. I love your reminders. It's like, it's like this, it's like, you're like the self-help person for my memories. Like Stacy just Aww. brings that back, you know, and you just have kind of a bad day. It's just like, I want to call Stacy. <laughs> um, you can do that anytime. <laughs> can you be my therapist? Can you be my printing therapist? For sure. Um, uh, no, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, Time flies. I mean, Stacy and I will be the ones to tell you guys time flies. Uh, amen, sister. Our kids grow up way too fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have two final questions before okay. I let you go. These are questions that I ask every single time. This will give you a chance to tell us maybe one more thing about your business or just you personally right now. But tell me about a person, a place, or a thing that has your focus and attention right now. Oh, that's so cute. My mom. My cute mom, Mm. you know, death is, it's such, it's a beautiful thing because if we didn't have death, we wouldn't really, um, appreciate life, I think. Mm, And my mom was just 68 years old and I'm the oldest. So we were close and she fought leukemia for a long time and she was Mm. done. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. She was just, I'm done. I don't want to have one more stroke. Um, she had a bone marrow transplant and which gave us another seven years with her, but it's very sad. But what I have left of her, I mean, which is really another, you know, this is all I have is she didn't have anything fancy. I didn't have an inheritance, but what I do have from her are her journals and her scrapbooks. And that is everything to me. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Makes me just want (laughs) to. Sorry. (laughs) 
it's just so fresh. I mean, she passed away two months ago and it was a whirlwind, but it's just fresh on my mind. And I'm still processing, you know, and grieving and those kind of things. But it's really helped to really dive into her journals and her albums and scrapbooks because I remember, you know, she had a good life. I don't have to be sad. This is what she wanted. And I can look at all the pictures and just really be happy for her. Wow. Yeah. What a comforting thought. I mean, and that just listen to that. Those of you who are listening, who are scrapbookers, and sometimes you think, does this matter? Mm -hmm. This matters. Mm -hmm. It does. It matters. Okay. Last question. You get to fill in the blank. I, Shari, have exactly enough time for. Uh, This is a hard one, Stace. Mm -hmm. And I even thought about this before this um, call because I'm like, I have exactly enough time for... I, I feel like t- I don't have enough time for anything. <laughs> and so why I asked the question. <laughs> I know. But um, thanks to COVID, I guess, in 2020, I have exactly enough time for what matters because mm-hmm. I feel like the slowing down and really to be grateful um, for the time that we have because, A, you know, time is a commodity. We should be mm-hmm. grateful every day. And I have to remind myself for this day. Um, and I have exactly enough time to really just do what matters most. And I have mm-hmm. to remind myself of that, what, what really matters, you know, making memories and things, you know, what we take with us is our soul and our memories and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Well, that was very well said. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Just thank you for doing what you do. I hope that you hear that enough from people to know that you're so valued and you're so needed in this space and way beyond this, you know, this space. But I love you. I love your vision. I love your persnicketiness and I'm grateful for it. So well, thanks, Stacy. Thanks for having me. And thank you for keeping, keeping us all going. Okay. Two quick things. Speaking of Shari's influence and reach, extending beyond the memory keeping industry she was just named you guys by forbes magazine as one of the 250 standout entrepreneurs which make up the first class of forbes next 1000 which is recognition for awesome and growing thriving game-changing small businesses. So super congratulations, Shari, on that recognition. And then also, I really want you to be a part of this unveiling, this celebration for Persnickety Box. So you guys, go to the Persnickety Prince Facebook page and get all the details and RSVP there for the event that is happening on Sunday, March 7th at 6 p.m. If you are listening to this episode long after this celebration, then just go download the Persnickety Box app and start using it. Start creating collections, curating collections of your best pictures and memories that you can have printed in this awesome and archival way. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week with another micro show of Exactly Enough Time.